Welcome to another episode of 6 Minute Monday, where I give you 6 tips and tricks to make you more efficient in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Okay, tip number one, the exercise that I am toying with is actually not me toying with any exercise at all. I'm actually going to be removing a large volume of core work from my exercises for this month. Why? Well, when someone, the first time I ever had RPR done to me, so I'll say someone did it to me, uh, they were destroying my core. And the guy said, you should probably do a little less core work. Then I took the RP RPR training class, and the instructor was saying that Essentially, if you do too much core work, which I now do three times a week because I've become mildly obsessed with all sorts of planks and plank rows and things of that nature, he's saying that when you do that, you get all this fascia that gets lumped and matted down into your rib cage, and then uh, you can't move as well. So what I'm going to do this month is eliminate some of that core work. I've noticed already from RPR that since I've got that matting down away, I've been able to throw a medicine ball farther. My cleans and snatches have increased, my broad jump has increased, so I'm going to see if this continues to help. I will let you know more. Okay, thing number two. Thing number two, the training tip of the week. I mentioned this on the last podcast, but because of the absolute low volume of people that have listened to it, uh, I'm going to say it again. So if you are doing a pull-up on the, uh, sorry, pull-ups on the last rep of your pull-ups, slowly work the negative on the way down. That means you're doing pull-ups normally. On the last rep, take your time. Come down four to six to eight, who knows how long seconds, as long as it can possibly take you. If you're not doing pull-ups and you're doing lat pull-downs, on the last rep of your pull-downs, let the bar go up as slowly as possible. Work that negative. It's a guaranteed extra five reps uh, by the end of your training cycle. Okay, thing number three, the quote that I'm thinking about. We heard this at the same conference where I was beaten during RPR in Festus, Missouri, the football track consortium, and the, the, one of the great presenters there, Tony, Tony Holler, said, never let today ruin tomorrow. Never let today ruin tomorrow. So what that means is don't make your workout so hard today that you are unable to work out effectively tomorrow. Don't make practice so hard today that you are unable to practice effectively tomorrow. I think it's a sick quote. I'm just thinking about when uh, I don't know. I'd be a coach during football camp, or a player during football camp, or I used to do these heavy squat sessions. So you can't walk. What is the benefit? You want to progress every day, not regress any day. Okay. Thing number four: the book or TV show that I'm currently uh, watching/slash reading, whatever the way you want to call it. So the book that I am currently reading is "I Will Teach You to Be Rich." It's a book that I had read about ten years ago when I had first got married. It's a great book. It was recommended by Tim Ferriss. I remember that he had talked about this book. It's I'm recommending it to you guys, especially to you young guys who have just gotten out of college or you're just on the brink of getting married. And there are three distinct things that stuck in my head then, and I'm rereading it now because I'm a different phase my life, but for, for you guys at an earlier phase of your life, there are three distinct things. Number one is invest as early as you can slash as much as you can. So put money into your 401k. Put it into a Roth IRA. Do it early. Have it automatically deducted from your bank account. Make sure you get that full company match. Do it and do it as soon as you can. You won't miss the money if you do it early in your life. Thing number two that he said was, and this sounds a little crazy, I'll get to that one next. Thing number two, he says, well, the simple one, is use credit cards as much as possible. Obviously, 
Well, maybe not so obviously. Don't collect debt on the credit card. All right, don't pay interest on the money that you owe. But use credit cards as much as you can because then you will collect the benefits of whatever you're getting from that credit card. It could be miles, it could be points, it could be cash back, but let them uh, sorry, let the credit card work for you as opposed to you work for it. Also, he gives some other great benefits of credit cards being able to fight disputes with companies for purchases that you made. Some credit cards give you re uh, car insurance on, on rental cars. There's a hundred different reasons to use a credit card. Just make sure that you pay it off and you're not paying interest on it. Thing number three, and this sounds a little wacky, but he essentially says, don't buy a house. Now, that's going to seem weird. Hey, man, house is a great investment. Uh... Not according to this book. He's saying you really should not buy a house. There's a couple of areas. Unless A, you can you want to live in that house for about 10 years. Or B, you have a significant amount of money where you can put down a, a large enough down payment that you're not treating this thing as an investment uh, and that you're able to not have an insane amount of interest on that house. All right? So think about those things. If you want to talk to me about it more, I'll absolutely talk about it. But that's definitely contrary to popular belief of people who look at houses as investments. He actually dissects why houses really aren't investments. They're actually just large expenses. And that even though you think, I bought this house for 450 and I'm selling it for 700 that you're actually not making $350,000 profit. Thing number five, my productivity tip. I'm going to double down on Joe Sarno's Eliminate Caffeine. I'm going to narrow the focus a little bit. I'm going to say, don't drink coffee. And I'm going to say, don't drink coffee ever. Why? Because, yeah, coffee may get you all hyped up and get you ready to do more stuff. But too many people drink coffee to the point that you are waiting online to drink coffee. So I'm thinking about my work. There's uh, 10 people waiting at the coffee machine. I slip right by them, go get my tea, my little hot water. I'm in and out. There's people there for 15 minutes waiting for the coffee machine. Or if you're online at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts, that's a tremendous waste of time. Or if you're going to work, the fact that you have to make a beeline from your house to, to Dunkin' Donuts before you can get to work, huge waste of time. So don't drink coffee. Thing number six, the craziest thing that I saw in the gym. This actually happened at advanced training a few weeks ago. We are doing a tough man session. Part of the drills was to carry a sandbag 20 yards there and back. Sorry, 15 yards there and back. For whatever reason, Joe Trunzo sees Joe Ruskowski and thinks that he only did one length. And he calls him out. Basically calls him soft. He's like, hey man, you gotta go there and back. Ski says, I did man, I did. Joe immediately picks up the sandbag and then just goes there. He doesn't go back. We're talking within three seconds of yelling at this guy. He then goes and does the exact same thing that he was uh, mocking him for not doing or thinking he was not doing. It was an awesome moment. We laughed. Uh, we needed the laughter because it was a pretty brutal workout. It was probably like five degrees with the wind chill factor that morning. So thank you, Joe Trunzi. Trunzo. Trunzi. Trunzo. That was hilarious. All right, people. We are wrapping up Six Minute Monday. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.